Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 201, part two. My name's Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. We're back, finally. A quote from The Rock says, finally, we're back to the promised land. Except you never said the promised land. I made that up. Well, that's good. Uh, behind, <laughs> behind the camera, he's here for another week. Production guy, Blake, welcome. Hello, hello. Although now, I don't know if that's your name anymore, man. You're not on camera personality. It's true, man. I know. Your new name is Camera Face Blake. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I like it. Camera Face Blake. All camera, right. Camera Face Blake. Good to see you, man. How you doing? Good. I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing? Yeah, honestly, man, pretty light as of right now. It was heavier, tired. heavier earlier, but pretty good now, actually. So I'm sleepy. Me About too, it. though. I am uh, sleepy. Yeah, it's odd, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, when I go to bed tonight, I will not be sleepy. Mm-hmm. That's just how it goes. I literally had that in my notes for my life. I, it says making me sleepy. So like, well, you already told him. Now we're gonna skip that part. Check. <laughs> just kidding. That was it. That was the only thing I had about my life. Uh, somewhere in the description of this video and/or podcast is a link. Uh, real talk The link may not be active depending on the site, so you have to copy and paste. It's www.theremnant.life/real-talk. Click it. Go down to the bottom of the page. Hit submit a question, and you can ask an anonymous question about God, life, the Bible, or just to get a viewpoint for some guys who love Jesus but are in this world, man. it's uh, That's really what this is all about. It's mm. just about what's it like following Jesus in a world that doesn't, um, being young men, um, and trying to figure this all out. That's right. That's the gist of it. And to give you a place where you can feel safe to ask questions that maybe you don't feel comfortable asking somewhere else. Mm. Um, and that's the beauty of the anonymous questions. Absolutely, man. That's well. That's actually real quick, little mini testimony. That was actually one of my favorite things we did was real talk because it started off as a sermon series where you'd answer questions in real time up on stage. Yeah, and I used to ask the anonymous questions that you guys ask now, so it's pretty cool to be part of that. No, I never knew that. It's right, man. Genuinely, sounds sarcastic, but I meant it. All right, man. So I have a special message, real quick. All right, Um, it's it's going to address a couple things. First off, to the real ones. First off, I love you and appreciate you and your guys' continual support. You might want to explain what that is. In case Uh, someone's listening who's never listened before. Good call. So Real Ones Fan Club. It's a fan club that we have that we provide to you guys where you can get exclusive content and exclusive merchandise monthly. Um, You also support the ministry. That's right. You support. (laughs) It goes right back into the ministry uh, of Real Talk. You know, it can help us like these new mics. We got new mics from it. How do they join that? Um, you can go to uh, life slash give, and you can have two tier values. $15 is going to get you the bonus content every month, month and, 50, uh, and $30 a month will get you the exclusive content plus the merch. Nice. Thank you for guiding me on that, because you know me. I no get problemo. All Sorry to interrupt. Anyway, no, you were fine. saying to the real ones. Yes, to the real ones. I want to personally apologize for still not making any progress. I know we are about three months behind um, on, on your guys' merchandise, but I, will, I do want to give you some hope that we do have all three being worked on right now and uh they should i'm hoping that they can be to you guys hopefully next week that is my hope um so i appreciate you guys staying patient and still being willing to give um seriously means the world because like you know it's not normal for people to just keep giving us something when they're not getting anything in return so you guys are awesome um the second thing i wanted to address real quick was just missing episodes um, inconsistency still. Um, you know, for those of you who listen and look forward to this every week, I want to apologize because there's a reason why you listen to this show. Um, and I'm sorry for letting you down and not giving you that place that you could go for the anonymous questions when you're trying to actually think through life and this is your outlet. I apologize that we that I have not been consistent. Um, 
So I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, it's going to be better. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Um, well, that, according to these, uh, these show notes here, it's a segue into uh, catching up on our lives. That's right. <laughs> so, as I mentioned with my life, um, I have a new schedule. Um, I didn't mention that before, but the reason why I'm sleepy is because I have a new schedule. <laughs> um, so, you know, if you're a follower of the show or, if, you know, if you go to our church, you know, you know that um, I can be a lazy guy sometimes. <laughs> um, and so, um, you know, I've been given a new schedule, you know, um, to kind of just go about life better and be able to do my work better. And um, it's, it's, it's an earlier schedule. So, um, and, and don't get me wrong, it's not like you're normal early. It's just like 10 o'clock. <laughs> so, like, it's probably like people are like, that's so late. It's early well, for it, it's it's early when, you know, I've always said this. You can't judge by that. You don't know what time people go to bed. That's true, you man. Know? So, yeah, it, it's early for me. And uh, so I'm trying to get adjusted to that. And uh, what's cool, though, is I have felt more productive. It's only been for a couple days. It, it, it started this week. Um, so a couple days in, um, it does feel good to be able to get up. And, like, you know, I'm really groggy. And, like, I'm kind of, like, out of it for, like, the first probably 30 minutes to an hour. But, you know, I do come around, and it's been really cool to just be able to feel more productive these past couple days. Um, so, yeah, that's that's been one of the biggest parts of my week this week. Um, one thing I wanted to encourage you with, Todd, is that your your sermon was great son, this last Sunday, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, very convicting for me. Um, you know, I, I made a note here. I treat Jesus as a criminal more than I like to think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if you guys... You know, if you weren't at church this past Sunday at the Remnant, or you know you, um, or if you were and you had to serve, you know, if or you, you don't church, live here, or you yeah. don't live here anyway. <laughs> Sometimes you only talk to our church. I know, I'm sorry, from all I over the place. There's people from all over the place listen to this show. Uh, yeah, or if you don't, if you don't live in the state, <laughs> you, uh, I would recommend listening uh, to the sermon. Uh, it's currently available on our Facebook page or on our YouTube, and later this week it'll be available on our podcast. Uh, platform on all of them. So um, just really good, man. You know, you talked about, you know, when we don't follow Jesus or, you know, we don't, you know, we don't do what he tells us to do, man. Like, you know, it's just we're we're making, or when we sin, you know, we're hanging them back on that cross every time, dude. And that was just so convicting, so convicting, man. Um, so that, I wanted to just shout you out, dude, because that was such a good sermon. It hit me hard. Appreciate that. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm just excited to hear more, man. You're such a good preacher. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, another side note, just kind of moving on. I wrote a story that's been in my head since I was a kid. Um, I read it. Yeah, uh, it's creepy. It's 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 kind of a horror thing. But um, <laughs> you know, I could have considered a thriller. A th- you think it's a thriller? Yeah. Nice. That's cool. So more, um, than, more than horror. So more yeah, thriller. A thriller story. Um. So that's you know, just my opinion. So I. It's I could have swore, so I don't know if you guys remember like the scary stories to tell in the dark books, but um I used to read those when I was a kid every once in a while, and and I could have swore this story was in that book. Like I like, I I remember it so vividly, and it's not. I can't find the story anywhere. So I don't know if I just thought of it as a kid, thought it up somehow, or if I had like a dream about it. But um, essentially, it's it's about you know a man who is going about his day. And he's so just kind of over the idea of how the day-to-day works. Like, he's just over the motions. He's, he's tired of doing the same thing every day. <clears throat> well, he quickly um, wishes that it could be normal again when he 
goes to bed and realizes that there's someone in his closet waiting to kill him. Mm. <laughs> uh, and it, it's kind of like one. It's kind of like a dialogue between like um, what the guy in bed's thinking and the guy and the man in the closet's thinking. So it's just yeah, just interesting, man. So I thought apparently I've I've thought of that as for as long as I was a kid, which is weird. But so yeah, man. Um, I finally tried it. I kind of like wrote it out, you know, just kind of got got it down as quick as I could so I'd finally do it. And so, yeah, that was fun, man. I actually had a good time doing it. I forgot how much I actually do enjoy writing. So that was fun. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Yes. And my last thing, um, I'm a huge wrestling fan, for those of you who know um, or watch the show. And uh, WrestleMania was this past weekend, which is the, uh, WWE's biggest show of the year, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, it wasn't that great of a pay-per-view overall, but I still just, I love wrestling, so I'll watch it, man. And every time I watch it, I, I find enjoyment in it. So Nice. That was my week. That was a lot, probably, but there it is. Not really. You went about 1,000 miles an hour. Dang it. <laughs> no, it's not bad. I just mean, like, hey, man, people want to hear about it. You don't have to rush through Yeah. It. That's cool, though. I think that, yeah, there's a lot there. There's a lot there. It's good. Mm-hmm. You think you'll uh, write other stuff? Dude, uh, you know what's funny? Like, I don't know. I probably will at some point. Like, I just, I really do enjoy writing. Mm -hmm. It's just, for me, it's starting. Getting that first, like, sentence on the paper is what's so important, or on the screen or whatever. Um, So, or on the the typewriter. I used to type on a typewriter. I don't know if I ever told you that. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm, Very satisfying sound. Yes, my dad just had an old one laying around. You know what's crazy about those, man? Those are worth a lot of money nowadays. Uh, They are. Yeah, I saw if he still has it. I don't know. Hey, Dad, no. It's got a very, uh, very satisfying sound, dude. I love it. My that Dad sound. had one for a while too. Or like when you like and like it like it's like makes those clicking, and then when you go to do a new line, it's like yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, pretty cool, man. So I don't know, man. I, I would, I'd like to say yes. I, I would love to write more. I just, I know for me, it's something that only happens once in a blue moon. <laughs> you gotta feel inspired, kind uh-huh. of. Yeah. So, but yeah, I definitely want to, for sure. That's cool. Yes, sir. Yeah, it was good, man. Thank you. I'm, I'm, you know, that's one of those things. I'm very self conscious about my work too, so you know, I appreciate you saying that because I always yeah. think like, oh, you know, it's it's whatever. I just wouldn't say anything if it wasn't. <laughs> that makes you feel better. That's cool, man. I wouldn't even say that. I'd be lying. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, what about you, TB, Toddy B, the Highway of Life? What's it been like for you, man, this past week? Well. A few weeks ago, I was on an antibiotic for a sinus infection. Mm-hmm. After going there in November, <laughs> and I was told it was a virus. Oh, man. Did, didn't go away. Got a weird headache. It felt like an ice pick. Man of antibiotics. I think I got off of those like last, not this Saturday, the Saturday before. And then, as you can tell by my raspy, sultry voice, <clears throat> I say sultry because it's better than non existent. Um, <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm still I'm just fighting this weird sickness. I think a lot of it has to do with allergies. I used to get, I always said this, and now it's happening. I get sick like twice a year, quite a, like pretty bad. Um, yeah, dude. March and then like August. <clears throat> so that's Season happening. changes. Yeah, and just, uh, you know, when it gets wet, I think mold and stuff come from all from all winter. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's part, part of the reason I'm telling you that. If, if my voice sounds weird, that's why. <clears throat> and I'm going to cough and hurt your ears. Um <laughs> I'm kind of in a weird sleep loop, so I can't sleep. The guys can test to this, right? And, and oh, yeah. I drug myself to eventually sleep, and not with illegal drugs, police officers, but <laughs> with uh, drugs that I can 
take. So like melatonin and some other sleep aid stuff. Mm-hmm. What ends up happening is, and I don't know if you've noticed this, had a little bit of time where I was actually able to sleep kind of normal. That stopped me. And like even today, you thought I was still sleeping at one point, mm-hmm. um, and I wasn't. <sighs> and why do I say that? Well, even though I'm awake, those things are still in my system. So, and this is what's bizarre about me. I can't sleep, but yet I am drugged and drowsy. <sighs> so today's pretty bad. Like I feel like I could do like close my eyes right now, mm-hmm. and clearly I won't fall asleep, but I, this is comfortable, you know? I get that feeling, dude. Yeah, so that, so then what ends up happening Tired all day, gets to night, can't sleep again, and then I'm all right. Drink a bunch of caffeine to be able to function. Yep, <clears throat> which is doing nothing it's anymore. A vicious cycle. Yeah, so <clears throat> I got to get that fixed, dude. <clears throat> so sorry, guys. Um, so I put that on here. Working out's kind of irritating lately. It's very stressful. Mm. Um, I haven't updated anyone. That I haven't weighed myself. I typically in this thing I'm doing, I'm supposed to weigh myself every day. I haven't done that in probably two weeks. So I'm gonna start again tomorrow. Mm. Irritating. Um, just kind of burned out a little. So I got to do that. You go hard, man. I'm telling you right now. When you, The thing about you with working out is if like you have a day where, like say, the day just goes and you just can't get there, you tend to double up mm-hmm. or even triple up because you're a madman. Yeah. I think that uh, that might that could be part of it. <laughs> Those long days where you got to do two or three things in one day, yeah. that might get you. Yeah, well, I'm trying and trying to lose weight too. You know, I do like yeah. weights and then cardio. And yeah, you're a wild the, dog. I get in trouble when I think about it, the total amount of time it takes. Because what I end up doing, the way my mind works, I think about getting dressed, yep, going there, warming up, doing the workout, doing the cardio, showering, and then you're looking at that and you're like, oh my good gosh, that was instead of breaking it down. Mm-hmm. Why am I telling you that? Kind of, sort of, just letting people know where I'm at. I haven't updated that in a while. Yeah, I mean. Um, <clears throat> I've noticed I've become more introverted. Hmm. Dude, I, you know what? I get it, though. Um, and by introverted, I just mean quieter, not wanting to be around people, um, or at least not seeming like it outwardly that I want to be around people. I love people. But that's odd for me. Sure. Um, yeah, because you do seem to get a lot of energy from people. You do. Yeah, but I I don't know, man. It's also exhausting lately. I don't know why. Hmm. Um. <coughs> Inevitably, what's going to end up happening is I'm just going to, you know, I have so many PTO days a year. I never use them. Or if I do, I use like two. I, I use like four half days, which is like two. Um, when technically, you know, if you take a PTO day, you're not supposed to do any work. That, that, it never happens. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> it doesn't happen. So man. I'm going to end up, I can't plan it. I just need to be like, I'm not coming in. Right. And I'm going to do that at some point soon. Something's going to kidnap you. No, I'm just not going to do it. Uh, don't kidnap me. I will fight. <laughs> I will fight. <laughs> It's going to be a hard show for me <clears throat> because of my voice. I can feel it. It's, it mm-hmm. takes a lot of work to press, to push a voice out right now. Dude, <coughs> so this I'm is... I'm so sorry, guys. It's kind of like... <coughs> it, it's it's kind of similar, but not really. But like I, I've experienced this to an extent one time when... It's been a while since I went live on TikTok. But when I did that one time for like four hours, dude, and you're constantly talking, mm-hmm. by the end, dude, I was hardly able to speak. It was raspy. It's kind of the way the voice was. My voice was... um. Sunday. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was that noticeable, and then I saw one of our good supporters here, Kelsey, was also on our church thing, kind of sh- uh, page that we have. It's a long story, sharing the sermon, trying mm-hmm. to get people to watch, and she wrote, she wrote that I did it with no voice. I was like, oh, how'd they know? And I guess I was like, oh, it's apparently pretty parent. 
Hmm. <clears throat> it's, um, it's strange because, like, I guess for me, since I have headphones on back there, though, so it's probably why I didn't notice mm-hmm. as much because it's just right in my ears. So. Well, dude, I've also been like this for like a week now. Uh, maybe I've just grown used to it. Yeah, and you're around me more than literally almost anyone. Yep. <clears throat> um, finally, I'm so sorry, guys. I, I can't. It's just not going to stop. You're fine. I had this interesting thought. Oh, boy. And I assume it's best to offend people and get it out of the way. I like it. <coughs> now, clearly, I'm a man. Maybe that's not clear. But I am. <laughs> and uh, so I'm going to come at this from a male perspective. Okay. Now, it would be easiest for me to start with all the ways in which I think men, I understand our flaws. Stereotypically, we are um, in relationships. I don't know. Um, I guess they view us as kind of uncaring, kind of, what's that word? Oafs, mm. sort of, um, we don't really, you know, we're not in touch with our feelings, all that stuff. Yeah. And um, that's probably true to a degree in comparison to a lady. Yeah. Right? Uh, however. Very emotional they are. You know, and guys, I mean, I, I, I get it. Okay. However, what I've noticed, and I think about relationships, relationships are interesting to me. I'm going to blow my nose for dramatic effect. Oh, you're fine, man. (laughs) For dramatic effect. (laughs) Yeah, so, hey, I plugged it earlier, but I'll plug it again. And for those of you that are interested in joining the Real Talk Real Ones fan club, it's $15 a month for bonus content, $30 for exclusive merchandise. Dig it. Snap into a Slim Jim. (laughs) Um... I think that we spent... So, so this is what I've noticed. Tell me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Men and women. We focus on getting a relationship. That becomes like a primary issue typically for, guy, for people, right? It's true, man. And they rush and they're they got to get them and then they get them and they're like, yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what I found out about myself in life, tie, tie it with this, okay? Mm-hmm. So I told women don't seem to like to admit that I'm going to offend people immediately. Ladies, I love you, okay? And I know men do this particularly physically. Men do this physically, I've mm-hmm. heard. Right? That's the fear women have. But you kind of think the grass is greener on the other side. I see what you're saying. Right? Mm-hmm. I.e., you have a very responsible, lack of a better word, safe man who does the right things, a good man. You find yourself longing for some kind of wild, bad boy biker. You know, I don't know, whatever. No, you're right, though. You've got the wild-hearted bad boy biker, and you wish you had the stable, consistent, mm-hmm. you know, guy. Yeah, it's true. And maybe that's human nature, right? Maybe, just, maybe, perhaps that's human nature. Take it for granted what you have. Mm-hmm. Now, this starts with relationships, but it's going to lend itself to something I'm kind of wrestling with in general. And you guys know this. I guarantee you're not going to know where I'm coming. You're probably going to be like, Todd, how are you connecting all this? But you're going to know where I end up because I've talked to you about it. One of the things that I think sometimes I struggle with mm-hmm. for me as a person is I feel, this sounds so whiny, hated and loved at the same time. Okay. I've shared this with you guys mm-hmm. in general. And, and, and I'll, why did you tie this relationship? I think because my mind just starts thinking in general and kind of starts at one place, which in this case would be hate and love. And then you kind of branch out about where, where do you see that in other places in life, you know, yep. that kind of thing with people in general, not just me. <clears throat> and I think what's interesting is, is that's who I, I seem to be. 
Okay. Um, and we joke about this. You guys tell me if I'm wrong. Because I, I want you to tell me if I'm wrong. Right? Mm-hmm. This is a r- true, real talk here. Yeah. It appears to me, and I used to tell girls when I date would date girls. I, I could tell you I told numerous girls this. They'd be all about me. Like, man, I just think you're so different. And you talk about your, you talk, you know. Because I'll admit it. I'm kind of effeminate, apparently, in the sense that I talk. I'm a talker. So I want to talk about what I'm thinking and or feeling. Mm-hmm. By the way, not natural. I worked on that because I didn't grow up in a place where people shared what they're thinking or feeling. That's not something, but I worked on it. And because I'm a talker and I process out loud, if I'm in a relationship, I'll tend to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Or in friendships. Yeah, absolutely. You're really great at that. <laughs> well, I mean, it can be, a, I, thank you. I didn't even mean it as good or bad. Just that yeah. I do it. So at first, let's just take that one trait. That can be very refreshing probably for a lady because a lot of us guys typically are not stereotypically known to do that. It's true. However, can't tell how many times if I would be dating a girl or going on dates and she'd be like, this is, you know, I really appreciate that. And I was like, that's not going to last. And she'd be like, what do you mean? I'm like, let me tell you what happens here. You're going to like me and think that I'm different. Mm-hmm. And you're going to like that I'm different in this way. And then inevitably, you're going to find out that I'm actually this person. <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? And that that is who I am all the time. It's not an idea. It's reality. Correct. And in all of that I am, right? So, you know... I don't think I, when I say these things I'm saying, I am not saying these as a good quality, mm. though they can be viewed good quality in, in short bursts or in like <laughs> small doses. I am not particularly predictable. Okay. Would I, would that be a fair assessment here? The yeah. Guys you, you, know were, me? you were definitely Primarily, not predictable. This hit me the other day when, when Blake, we were talking, I don't know how it came up. And like, for instance, this is a trait people close to me will bring up all the time and they'll be like. Oh, yeah, man, it wouldn't shock me at all if you completely cut everyone out of your life and left. Like, like there's a part of you that's like, oh, yeah, you'd, or I'd be like, oh, I, I wouldn't hate you. And you're like, no, man, you just never talk to me again. I'm like, what are you talking about? Somehow <laughs> I put this out. It's just an example of my unpredictability, right? And it can be fun at times and when I'm in a good place yeah. because I can be fun. Sure. But so you have to bear with me. This is real talk. We're rambling, okay? Right, so the confusion that I feel here. So anyway, going back to ladies, they might like that at first. He's wild, right? If, if you view it as a positive... <laughs> What, he's wild, you know, in a good sense. Two months later, this guy is wild, not in a good sense, right? He's crazy, or he's like, um, you know, used to be, I don't know, not normal. He's he, he's a stallion that can't be broken, but once you break the stallion, you miss him being a stallion. Yeah, guys in general, sure. Yeah. I'm not, but I think no, they think I'm going to be broken. Yeah. Not, and I don't mean this again. I know some woman and some guy out there's like this dude, they're rolling their eyes because I wouldn't be like, he thinks he's no, it's not what I'm saying. It's a negative trait typically because mm-hmm. it's exciting at first, but that is true. Like, to a fault, I do not like being controlled, I do not like being put in a box. I recognize that I naturally, <laughs> pun intended here, bucket that. <laughs> um, but you know, so so going with all of that, um. So if we come back to, for instance, uh, okay, so like when you first meet me, I might be really fun too, mm-hmm. like spontaneous. Oh, definitely. At, when you first meet me. When I get to know you after a while, I've been told this before, it's like, man, Todd, I really miss you being a fun fun person. I was going to say fun guy, <laughs> but fun person. And I, and, but, you know, I see you being fun with all these other people and you're not fun with me. It could be in, not just in a relationship, it could be family, it could be anyone. And I'm like, well, the truth is the people I'm closest to are actually the people that I can be both with. And I'm kind of backwards. You know how a lot of people, they'll want to be fun, and then as they are more comfortable having fun, then they'll want to be more real with you? 
I'm backwards. Mm. It's almost like I naturally test people by being real. And if you're, I can, if I feel like there's a connection in a real sense of like life and yeah. then I can like loosen up and have fun. Does that make sense? Interesting. It's yeah. backwards. Huh. And if you think about you guys, even the way I am with you, it's kind of the way it is. Yeah. I'll come in. I'm very serious. I'm like, a, you know, talk about life and then I'm ridiculous and you know, an hour. <laughs> it's actually yeah. right, man. It's true. Yeah. And it's backwards. Uh-huh. I understand it's backwards. <laughs> So I think, and then I don't know, man, there's a lot of other things. These are just things I'm thinking, but sometimes it's hard because I can become cynical and not trust people because for instance, like you said earlier, Hey, good message, Todd. Right. And that was really nice. And I appreciate that because I am a words of affirmation kind of guy, but at the same time, there's a part of me. It's like, yeah, okay, dude, well, tomorrow you're going to hate me because Mm -hmm. you get what I mean. Yep. And, and I guess I say that to everyone, man, it doesn't matter how confident you appear. We all get hit with, with those kinds of lies and stuff. And I guess I would say to people out there, it's like, listen, you know, uh, what, what one person loves one moment, moment, they'll hate the next and, or they, they'll take for granted, you know? And I think human nature does that. And so there's kind of a big mix here. There's a personal part, but then there's the part of like, man, isn't that funny how we are, you know, we want, and guys do this too. So like, you know, stereotypically a guy dates a girl, she's an awesome girl and he's like all about her. And then after a while he's like, Oh, what would it be like over here? You know what I mean? Yep. Human nature's tough, man, which is what's cool about God and his call to love. Because what God tries to get us to see in his word is that love, true love cannot be based on feelings all the time. Because if it is, you're in trouble because our heart is deceitfully wicked. Like it just wants different things. That's good. Um, And I don't know. I just pondered that a lot lately. And when you look at people that you're close with and, you know, you interact with and I don't like it, it can be. For me, and I think for me, bringing it back to me personally, when, yeah. it, when you think about all these traits, and for some of you, you're like, man, he's all over. That's kind of where I'm at. I think it's even harder for me because from the outside, and again, guys, tell me if I'm just being delusional from sorry for myself, but I feel like I'm very polarizing, meaning you either really like, and I don't know what it is about me that's like this. Mm-hmm. I genuinely don't. But you either really like me or you hate me. There is very little in between. I feel like I'm not a guy that people tend to be like, yeah, I'm all right with that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get it. And I think despite what it can appear that I don't care, I, that can wear on you after a while. Yeah, man. Because yeah. you'd almost rather assume everybody hates you than, than get hurt when you think that, you know, have an expectation of, oh, maybe there's a friendship here. Maybe there, you know what I mean? Does this oh, make yeah, sense dude. at all? No, 100%. It's funny that you said that because, like, that, that was the word I was going to use earlier. I was like, you're polarizing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't, I think what's hard is sometimes people think I either want to be that or that I even know that I am. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard, man. I, I don't know. Because I, I, I... And then how much... Real quick. How much of that is, be, like, things I need to change? And this is where mm. it gets really confusing. Like, I have traits that are bad versus, no, man, this is who you are. Like, they're not necessarily bad traits. You get what I yeah, mean? Yeah, 100%. Because I, I, I do want to change the things that maybe are sinful or that I need to change versus... But sometimes I think even at my just most sanctified, right? The most... Todd at his most pure is just going to be that way. And I don't know. And that can be hard and like tiresome sometimes yep. because people think I want to be, do you know what I mean? And I don't sure. even necessarily know why I am. It's just too, does that make sense? Yeah. It's just too. So why am I making it about me? Well, it's catching up with my lives. And that's yeah. something I've been wrestling with a lot lately. And what, what tends to happen in case any people that are local are watching the show or in our lives, if I seem like I pulled away from you, it's kind of came up the other day when someone asked me what's wrong mm-hmm. uh, basketball yep. and I, there was nothing wrong. And I think I, what I tend to do in those moments is sort of fall in myself and I sort of only interact with the people I really trust. So I, you guys maybe, 
Yep. And even you guys will be a little quieter, which you could probably attest to. I've been, but, and I, and I kind of naturally pull away from everyone else. And that's not because I don't love them. It's not, it's just like a subconscious thing. When I yep. get into a place where I'm feeling that way, I sort of retreat. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Hundred percent, dude. Anyway, sorry. It's kind of odd, man. You were—I like, didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, to... you're fine. I wanted you to finish anyway. But like, it's interesting that you say that, man, because like, I know for me to use myself as an example, like when I'm in my own life, I don't see those things. Like, I don't, and so I do believe you. But it's interesting that like people think you know those things, mm-hmm. and it's almost in a way kind of like ignorant naive, whatever you want to call it, for them to think that of you. Because, like, that's an unnecessary pressure. You mean think that I know what it is, or what do you mean? Like, that you know those things about yourself. Yeah. Well, and that's what I mean. Like, sometimes I think, thank you, I think you're, maybe that's true. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I think, like, I think there's a, I gotta quit rambling here. <laughs> uh, it is tough because sometimes the scariest thing is that there's nothing I can do to change it. Mm-hmm. It's just who I am. Does that make sense? Right. Well, that's the thing, though, is because like some of it is good, though. You're right. Sure. It brings good to it. And that's, and that's I guess for me, I'm talking about the good stuff. Mm-hmm. People just automatically assume you know the good stuff. Oh, yeah, I do That's not. what I'm talking about. No, I do not. In yeah. fact, I rarely hear that. And um, man, you just said something that made me think of a really good point, and now I'm struggling to remember it because my mind is drugged. Clearly. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> oh, one of the things that's hard, too, is like, I, like it can make me it can make me feel all right guys and I understand feelings are not trustworthy but it can mm-hmm. make me feel used sometimes because I'm hated and loved for the same trait depending on the situation does that yep. make sense yep. so I feel like maybe it's kind of a lose lose like a like a guard dog mm-hmm. right those are really useful when someone is breaking in the house yeah but other than that I don't really want them in the house. That makes sense, mm-hmm. or the way I don't know. If I so sometimes that can make me if I'm if I become too self focused, I can get down a yes, little bit because because my deep down I don't want to be. I'll tell you one thing: whatever people view me as outwardly, a lot of it is not true. Mm. So, for instance, I apparently I can come off. I, maybe I'm making this up, or maybe I that I'm um, really hard hearted. That is very far from the truth. If you know me, I'm not hard hearted at all. It's probably overly tenderly hearted towards mm. people, <laughs> even though I don't, maybe don't show that. I don't know, man. Does that seem whiny? I'm just no, trying to explain. Not at all. What what made me? What came up? <clears throat> oh, yeah. No, you, you're <laughs> catching. Um. So yeah, man. What came to my mind when you're talking though is like it made me think of the idea of a warrior. I'm sure a lot of the time people are going to appreciate warriors in the times when a warrior has to do what a warrior is meant to do, but they're probably like they look at them and like they're like fearful or they are. They are like they don't want them as close as maybe someone else who is like a gardener. It's kind of mm. like the, the guard, you know what I'm saying? Because like, mm-hmm. and the thing that comes to my mind is like they're like, yes, I want the savage when it's time for the savage to be a savage, but I don't want the savage when it's just normal time. And that's yeah. hard because like like you said, like you're fulfilling your purpose. You are. You're a warrior, man, and you're fulfilling that purpose. But it's like that purpose is almost like looked down upon until it's the until it's the heats yeah. up, yeah. and that's hard because like. I don't know, man. But then it's funny that you mentioned that because then I think about the idea of like you being a leader and like you defining leadership as like service and like you define all these things. I'm like, that is being a warrior in a way. It's like, so to encourage you, man, like <laughs> the purpose of being a warrior and being in, in leadership is serving the people even when it sucks. Yeah. And that's hard. 
it's like I don't. It's so funny. If I, I'm trying to think of how to put it. So say that happens. Say I get, say in leadership, right? I want, I want the, I don't know, aggressive leader when I'm scared, but I don't the other times. I don't mind. I can do that as long as you don't pretend you love me all the time. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like, <clears throat> don't act like. I, I really have this deep wound from being used. And it came from, a, I believe it or not, a fir- one of the first serious relationships, eh, first post-high school relationships right after that I had where this girl, you know, flat out used me for at the time, social status, believe it or not, and mm-hmm. kind of stuff like that. And would treat me differently depending on who was around. And I, and I, you know, I have a deep probably to a fault. Like I have a, like a radar that's constantly on the lookout for that. Makes sense, man. And I think that sometimes that can add to that. It's a wound. You get what I mean? Like it can be like, okay, so I don't mind serving people that way. Cause I feel like that's what we all do to a degree. I just don't, I just want to be like, okay, um, what did you call it? I don't know. Guard dog comes. Okay. I don't mind you pulling me out because there's something scared, but don't act like you want me to stay in the house. Mm. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. let's just admit what this is. And that, that could be my jaded side sometimes mm-hmm. yep where it's just does that make sense what i mean absolutely like i'm cool with you doing that. just don't pretend it's more than that it's interesting because like do you think that if if that were the case right like if people were to just like say like they like mm-hmm. they were to be up front with that do you think that even though like right now you're thinking that'd be better do you think that would, that would like still like i'm sure it'd suck but like i guess my question is like in the would you appreciate the honesty more than that even mm-hmm. though even though it hurts yeah i think so um, cause that, people, that's going to hurt people with trust issues, right. That grew up in situations I grew up in who, who are still, you know, and it, it takes a while to heal on that. I've healed some, but believe it or not, honesty, even if it hurts is, um, preferable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. And I don't, not that I want to hurt, but that I, you know, you, there's, I, I want to be able to trust people's motives yeah um, and, it makes and, sense man because it's probably just it's probably if more stressful and hurtful on the other side not well, trying to yeah and so i don't know if it, it i hope this makes sense to people who aren't in my personal life to kind of maybe you can relate to that sometimes maybe yeah. feeling like you're only desired in specific situations um you know and i maybe that you can relate to that and just know the challenge is, even if that's true, right, G- that happened to Jesus. It's one of the things I look back on all the time, and when I get too down, is like, man, he was able to do that. Like, and people did use him, right, because he gave bread, because mm. he did miracles. And he still would do it because that's he still met their need, even though if that was the only reason they wanted him, because he was motivated by love. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Yep. His own, like, his love for them, regardless of their love for him. And that is rad, that's what's man. incredible about him, man, and about Jesus and his example. Um, and I don't mean this, I don't mean any of this in a very like, woe is me way. I don't feel woe is me. Just, just stuff I've been pondering. Yeah. And it ties to relationships. Cause I think you see that in relationships a lot. And I think I'm going to, you know, challenge some couples out there. I think sometimes some of you guys has problems and these aren't people I know specifically. I mean, very, I mean this general generalization. Yeah. What I've found over the years, a lot of times problems in relationships or marriages boil down to the fact that you're, you no longer appreciate the thing you used to appreciate. And so, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so if you, the thing you once loved, you now take for granted and you want something different when before you saw how special it was and it reminded, you know what I mean? Yep. Dang, so, man. That's really um, good. 
Would, would, would that just be them putting too much of a pressure and identity in their spouse? And it's more focused on that than than God or life in general. It's really perceptive, you man. I think scripturally, I think that's true. I think that our call, and this is this is not human, is to, you know, the the most pure agape type love is to love someone regardless of anything you get from them. Mm. And that the kind of could you love your spouse if they never did what you wanted? That's hard. It is hard, man. Once their spouse, you know. And yeah. So, so yes, I think there's there there's a weight there that you know, and God's patient with us in that. There's a human nature yeah. to it because you're going to be like, oh, so I'm not supposed to care if I'm loved. Of course, you're going to emotionally care. You want yeah. the wired relationship. You want someone to see you and love you and appreciate you. That's kind of what we're talking about. But what happens when they don't? Mm. Because if your love is contingent on their love, is it really love at all? No. Or is it convenience? It's, or is it, it affection? Exactly. Or is it a reward system? Here, Gosh, good, dang. good job. Here's a biscuit because you spitting you know, right now, bro. Just, I man, these are things I'm, I ponder myself. Mm-hmm. You made me think, like taking the idea of marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody who is single, like so, like tell I'm single. So, like, um, say I take that very seriously, right? Mm-hmm. Like I take that that path of like knowing that, like. But like that that question you just asked, what if they never love like they never do it right? They never mm-hmm. love you the way you want to be loved, right? Would mm-hmm. you still stay with them? And you and you think on that and you ponder that and you think take that serious. Do you think maybe that is a almost can be a problem and how say like Christian, like single Christians, like they have commitment issues to that just because of how radical that is? Sure. I think I think <laughs> there is there should it should be taken seriously. Yeah. However, you can also look at it the other way. You can look at it of regardless, you know, it doesn't, it's going to be hard either way. So mm. it, it's like it could prevent you from marriage or it could free you in the sense of like, I don't need to look for the perfect person that's, because I'm going to have really to good. choose to love either way. It can either add weight you or, or take I mean? it away. Now, I think if you're single, that's why it's important to find traits in people that are outside of how they treat you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, clearly, you don't want to date someone that hates you, but let's, you know, <laughs> yeah. my mean, meaning if the only reason that old saying, right, they say, what is it? Like, if you want to know the quality of someone, see how they treat the waiter, those kinds of things, right? Yeah. That's true, man, because mm. you're, you, those are the things that matter. That's really good, um, dude. Versus, of course, everyone, you know, your girlfriend's going to love you at first. If she's your girlfriend, she's going to be nice to you at first. <laughs> you're going to see the quality of who she is and the character that she pursues and how she treats other people who she gets nothing from. It's really good. So, so does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that's what you could take from it, and I think that it's a good point on identity. Um, and it, that can sound sad, and it is. Like you know, if you make the wrong, this sounds there is no wrong. I shouldn't say that. If you end up marrying someone, maybe for the wrong reasons, and you're a believer, and now it's like, well, I'm stuck. In a way, you are, but you can't view it as stuck. Mm. View it as what a cool opportunity you get to have a testimony in this world, and to to show your devotion to jesus in the way you love people who don't love you always the way you want to be loved that's so good it's right you get such a cool opportunity we're not talking about sin right i mean no you get such a cool opportunity right to like show how jesus loves Mm -hmm. so cool man which it says that right i mean about marriage Mm -hmm. it's a picture of christ in the church yeah anyway it's good (laughs) stuff man yeah so that's that 
And I think that's the temptation too, just to kind of wrap up when you get tempted by other people is, um, what what's the serial daters, right? What are you really attached to? You're attached mm. to being liked <laughs> without, without letting the other person down. That's good. You know? Yeah. Cause that feels good to be. Oh yeah. It's sad that sometimes say a girlfriend or boyfriend can defend you more and be on your side more and see good in you more in the first two months than they can two years later. That sucks, man. Uh-huh. Dang. Like I've had girls that would stand up for me two months in a relationship that wouldn't two years in. Because now, you know, I don't measure up in some way. Or yeah. Way. And vice versa. That happens the other way too, man. See, a lot of guys treat girls poorly. Yeah. They don't, when we've talked about that, they don't appreciate what they have. And the sad thing is what you really got to ask is would you, if you were with that person, or would you be in the same boat after two years, three years, 10 years, 20 years, whatever? So anyway, interesting You're making stuff, making my man. brain turn. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you guys have anything else before we move on? Um, just good stuff, man. Appreciate your mind. Oh, I always have. When you talk, dude, it's just, oh, you just make, you do make me think about life Well, a you're lot. one of those rare people, man. Because I'm you telling do. you right now, this exact thing I just did makes some people hate me. Because <laughs> they're like, why is this guy, like I was told recently, and I think it's, you know, I'm overly philosophical, which is true. I'm 100% overly philosophical. <laughs> if you are a person that does not like thinking about things that probably to you don't matter, <laughs> like, or you can't touch. Yeah. Um, and I'm a weirdo, though, because I can appreciate the other side, too. I can appreciate people that, that aren't. There's a, there's a, there's a, like a bliss in that simplicity, mm-hmm. in that simplicity. It's, yeah. And it's not even necessarily has nothing to do with intelligence. It's just no. What people like to think about and uh-huh. do people, any, there's if, some people if, that want to focus on the things they can touch. Just like that comes with good and bad. <coughs> your way of thinking comes with like, oh, it can be almost torturous sometimes. Oh yeah. From, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, yeah, you're right. Everything has its good and bad. And, you know, even though despite, you know, deep conversations, you know that or that can be so good. It can also just be just as torturous. So makes me think of. Never mind. <laughs> I was. It was kind of random, but I was, I was like, I was like, made me think of Edgar Allan Poe for no reason. What a tortured soul that guy was. But man, he could write. He was just very. <laughs> Dude, I've had that thought before. Yeah, like you know, that guy was. So sad, but man, <laughs> most you know what's funny though. A lot of the great authors and writers and poets were. Mm-hmm. It's like somehow there's a sadness associated with thinking about things not of this world. You know Gosh, what I mean? Man, yeah, you get like if you know you know what I mean. It's the it's, brisk, cold reality of life. Yeah, it's the focus on the intangible, so that you're never going to be able to fully fulfill what you're thinking of or what you're trying to accomplish, quote you know whatever, because mm. it it's not going to be shown in a fancy car in a big house. Mm. And a, it's not going to be shown in that. Right. Do you think part of when you think like that to those people is that weirdly enough, they're also haunted by the ideal. So like, say I go on a pro, right? He's like writing about, he's thinking about that concept of love, which means he's aware of what perfect love would look like. And then nothing compares to the idea of love. Dang. For instance, do you get what I mean? That's very somber. <laughs> I think that's what my point is. These authors are like, they write this beautiful stuff and they're like, nothing compares. There is no love. This like isn't this. possible. You know what I mean? It, it, it'd be interesting to see how many of them are Christian or they have thoughts like a Christian would. Yeah, yeah. But because they're not actually following, they can't make the, the connections lot, not actually there. A lot of them were, mm-hmm. man. A lot of them were fully aware and like, 
of of either the supernatural or like the ideal, mm-hmm. and they're haunted by. It. I think you're right because there's no answer to it without Christ. There's no answer to it without God. Man, dude. Anyway, good stuff, boys. Some Hello. someone out there's like, you guys are being born philosophical. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, questions. You ready? I'm ready. AJ, yes. what's the Holy Spirit's role in the Trinity? It's a great question, Todd. You I'm glad that you. What do you think? I think that the Holy Spirit's role in the Trinity, he's the he's the counselor, he's the guide. There you go. You know, he's he is the one that that gives us um, the wisdom to to f- fulfill what our mission is. I think you're right. I think his job is also to empower us. He mm. seals inside of us as the proof of our salvation. But I like what you said. Jesus called him the the counselor and the helper. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's the one that um, actively transforms us into being more like Jesus by convicting us, reminding us, counseling us. So that's, that's good. good. Stuff. <clears throat> All right, man. So now, just to warn you guys, some of these questions may seem odd, like timing wise, because like we we're just we have like thirty questions because we're you know they just they they've come from like a previous time, sure, where like time has passed. So if they sounds weird, just bear with it. Anyways, says Todd and AJ in the latest episode, you answered a question about ghosts. So is it wrong for a believer to believe in them? For example, when I was younger, my uncle passed away. I remember waking up one night and him sitting at the end of my bed looking at me. So was it a demon or was it a spirit? This is tough to say because I want to be politically correct, but the reality is there's no proof of ghosts in the Bible. Now, someone out there is going to be like, Todd, I saw Saul. He summoned Samuel. Yeah, well, um, you know, through a medium, which God had already forbidden. Mm -hmm. So either that was a demon masquerading as Samuel or there was some purpose to that. Everything we see in Scripture points to the fact that um, we are not left in the body or roaming the earth. You go one of two places, right? Mm-hmm. You go to paradise, and both places are gonna, you're going to be waiting for the final judgment, or you go to, could be called Hades, Sheol, whatever, yeah. right? For us, it's fine to call it hell yep. right, until the final judgment. That's where you go. And I mean, there, there's numerous, so do, no, I do not. <laughs> this is what's scary. I don't know what you saw. <laughs> All I'm telling, telling you is, mm-hmm. is that... I do not believe that was your uncle. I know that we are in a war. Yeah, and I think that 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 can you know. Well, Todd, how? Well, it brought me encouragement. So why would something? Can I just? We've talked about this before. Let me give you a scenario. Would someone really evil be willing to encourage you if that thing still pointed you away from God? Absolutely. Because what if you start believing in this 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 thing instead of God? The occult, et cetera. You know? Yes, absolutely. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know. I don't want to. But again, I could be wrong, but scripturally, I don't see any evidence. I'm with you all the way, man. I'm um, with you all the way. AJ, is masturbation a sin if you're thinking of your spouse? It's an odd question, man. And, and I don't mean It's odd an honest question. Yeah, I would say. By odd, I don't mean bad. Um, because it makes the reason why I say odds because it, it 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 stumbles me it trips me a little bit. I think that it's a sin if you're able to come together. If you are physically there but you choose to masturbate instead of having sex with your spouse, I think that's sinful. Um, I think that if you are in a position where you are apart, I I I think it's justifiable. That's hard. Tough, to, tough, man. Um, you know, <laughs> so I'm assuming I'm kind of creating a scenario. Yeah, we're on a business trip. There you go. That's that's where um, my mind went. 
you know, and let me throw another loop in. Is there a difference if you're both on the phone together? Or in a video, you know, is that yeah. different than not? So mm. I think there's danger in masturbation in general. And it's a thin if I had to, if I had to um pick a side here, right? Mm-hmm. And like err on the side, I would err exactly what AJ said. I think that a couple reasons why. It, it's a focus on self-pleasure, whereas sex is supposed to be a very unselfish act yeah. in and of itself with your spouse, right? Mm-hmm. And masturbation in and of itself, particularly if you're alone, is a selfish act. Right? I mean, whether you mean to, I mean, it is, right? It's Truth. about your pleasure. That's right. Um, I think that, you know, it also just physically um, can desensitize you either way, right? Because is it possible for anyone else to please your body the way you know to please it. Does that make sense mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yep. And also, can you be entirely sure your mind isn't going somewhere else? Um, That's, is is there yep. a difference between lusting? So do I think, you know, I'm just answering this to be blunt because it's real talk. Could you, could masturbation together in, in, your, in the privacy of your marriage bed, you know, everything's permissible as long as both co- parties are comfortable mm. when you're together. But that's not what you're asking here. So I would say, <clears throat> you know, I've also, but I love what you said, by the way. P.S. It just hit me. I've heard people justify they their sex life with their spouse is poor. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, how have you survived? And like, oh, yeah, I masturbate. But I think about her or him. Mm-hmm. Since we're not doing it for real, I do that. I was like, dude, you're avoiding doing what Scripture says. Sinful, man. Making it right. Yep. You know, all because you, you know. That that's terrible, really. Oh yeah, you're avoiding. And I'm not doing shaming anyone thing. that's done that, but like, no. let yourself think about that's not the love. selfishness of that. Yeah, no. exactly. And see, so you would rather do that mm-hmm. than go talk about it, and work it out, you know, deal with sin if there's something in there, etc. Yep. It's 100 easier and selfish. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Definitely. And I could see, you know, let's look. at I'm going to keep trying to answer everything. Well, what if my spouse refused to have sex with me? Well, you got a whole different problem there. If they're a Christian. You know, that's sinful. Yep. The Bible says that. You are to not deny each other unless it's for an agreed upon t- period of time, you know, or unless there was a, you know, physical reason, I suppose. But even then, there would probably be an agreement. Yeah, definitely. And then in that case, maybe you'd be together and the person, you know, does that or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's a good question. And this is why, you know what, it might be uncomfortable, but this is exactly what Real Talk exists for. Yep, exactly. To, have, to be able to answer these questions. Because I can question. imagine going up to your pastor and asking this can be very... Right to their face would be uncomfortable. Well, yeah, awkward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, it's my Pray turn, about it, though. Too. How does Christianity reconcile original sin uh, in Ezekiel 18.20? I think I remember this one, but I'm going to pull up the verse real quick, so mm-hmm. buy some time. Yes. So, you like real talk? Why don't you check us out on all podcast nice. platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcast, Stitcher. I think that's one of them. Um or, hey, you like to watch it in video form? We, pr- we provide you with video form as well on YouTube, Rumble, Facebook. Uh, I think that's all. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, check it out. All right. We'd love to have you. Thank you. Ezekiel 18.20. The one who sins is the one who will die. The child will not share the guilt of the parent, nor will the parent share the guilt of the child. The righteousness of the righteous will be credited to them, and the wickedness of the wicked will be charged against them. Um, I like this question because it's a very typical atheist question. Who's trying to trip up a Christian? Mm. <clears throat> um, you got to look at context. This is talking about a very specific situation, meaning just because I sin, right, my daughter won't be killed because I murdered someone. Mm. Okay? Original sin's a little different because you got to look at it this way. Even if original sin did not 
exist, you have sinned against God. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? You've committed the original sin. Yeah. Because you have chosen to disobey God. Yeah, that makes Um, sense. So contextually, it's talking about a very specific thing. And in fact, if we pull up 18 in general, let me try to pull that up here. Yeah. And as he's pulling it up, I'll encourage you all to read your Bible every day. If you're a Christian, you should do that. <laughs> it's true, though. That's one thing, man. You know, you gotta, you gotta really armor yourself up with God, man. With the Word of God, it's true. It's our food. So, spiritual little little advice there. If you're not reading your Bible, read your Bible, because we're actually discussing the Bible right now. Imagine that. Good time to plug it. Uh, looking at fourteen now. Suppose this man, who's an evil person, right? fathers a son who sees all the sins that his father has done. He sees and does not do likewise. He does not eat upon the mountains or lift up, up his eyes to the idols of the house of Israel. Does not defile his neighbor's wife. Does not oppress anyone. Does not exact no pledge. Commits no robbery. He gives his bread to the hungry and covers the naked. So essentially, he's got an evil father. He decides not to be evil. Um, he shall not die for his father's iniquity. He shall surely live as for his father because he practiced extortion, robbed his brother, and did what is not good amongst people. Behold, he shall die for his iniquity. So, um, you know, mm. and the whole context, the word Lord came to me, what do you mean by repeating this proverb concerning the land of Israel? The fathers have eaten sour grapes and children's teeth are set on edge. As I, all the souls are mine, blah, blah, blah. Um, so anyway, it's a very specific situation. Yeah. And he's saying he's going to judge um, Israel in general, right? Mm. But anyway, specifically, it has nothing to do with original sin. It's just saying, actually, the heart of God. Like, we're not going to kill an entire family because the father is evil. And then what they're trying to do, by the way, if you want to know, is they're saying, well, we're getting punished for Adam and Eve's sin. I'm like, no, you're actually getting punished for your own sin. Mm -hmm. You get what I mean? Yep. Subtle thing. Oh, absolutely. You're, uh, well, you you are what you are. I feel like, does that make sense? Oh, 100%. I feel like a lot of scripture is meant to show us how much we need a savior, and people tend to, like, think that. You know, they can't wrap their mind around how that's loving, so they try to defend it over, like, well, I don't need that, you know? So I feel like that's kind of what the argument's always about. I feel like like the the root of that argument is always, like, well, I I am good enough, because if I'm not, then God's cruel, Mm. you know? It's just odd. It's true. So, like, yeah, because I've had not, like, that exact section, but, like, I've had people talk about, like, similar things with, like, Old Testament stuff. I'm like, ah, you just need you need to understand how how far you are from God without Jesus. That's what you, that's the point. So, Amen. Good question, though. I like the questions. Oh, that absolutely. That you at least asked. Uh, <clears throat> the worship experience that <laughs> talking about, yeah, yeah. Worship experience <laughs> that the remnant had recently was very powerful. Did you feel like God was speaking to you in it? If so, what did you feel God saying to you? Have you felt a difference or been different since then? And how your way is going. We mm. had a worship experience, I don't know how long, a month ago now. Probably a month or so. Um, it was pretty powerful. It was, very. Um, so, what they're referencing. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely felt like God was speaking. I mean, he was just present, man. It was mm. really, really just surreal experience. Um, for me, I feel like God was almost trying to show, show me personally that, like, look what can happen when you just worship. Mm-hmm. When you just believe, even if it's just a little bit, even if it's just for a minute, look what can happen. Mm. You can see people be free. You can see people truly like let go for a minute. You know, and it's like, mm. man, dude. So that was powerful for me, and um, a lot of a lot of crying in that service. Um, mm-hmm. So um, have I felt different? Have I felt a difference? You know, 
worship has to me worship for me personally has been different since then it's been you know worship has always been a powerful thing to me since i became a christian because of how music is in my life and how much it impacts me but um i don't know man it's different now you know i i found myself you know when you listen to the spirit man it's just so powerful you know i know like todd you've talked about you know how like when you're back there sometimes getting ready for service man how like it can you know you're like <laughs> you're, you'll get on your knees and pray man like you will i've seen you it's, it's a beautiful thing you know because of how like much you you know you need him and so like i i've realized for me man like i don't always follow that voice <laughs> mm. so for me like a couple weeks ago it, had, it was a really cool moment with like even like mad max was there but like you know i found myself like just was just listening to the spirit man and like i did i got on my knees man i just kind of sobbed sitting there because i was like man his goodness is just so overwhelming and i tend to just kind of limit that because i think it's gonna look dumb being you know on my knees you know praying to god sure. but like what a powerful moment that was and i don't think that would i honestly i truly don't think that would have happened if it wasn't for like the worship experience and well, like cool. feeling that you know like in that moment i realized i can let go of this i don't know this weight of how it looks which is funny because i tell people that all the time I'm a guy who's doing the intro for service going, hey, what does it look like <laughs> for you to truly be free in worship? And I'm like, yeah. well, God, you smacked me in the face. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's that's what I got for that. Yeah, I think it was good, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Is generational sin a real thing? Am I affected by the sins my parents committed before I was born? No. Generational mm-hmm. sin is a thing in the sense of, um, how do I put this? That old saying, you know, if you, you grew up in an alcoholic family, you might mm. be more predisposed, right? The right. effects of their sin is going to have an effect on you. Mm. Uh, abuse, that kind of thing. But as far as, um, and so a lot of times it does tend to repeat itself. Um, but as far as like it having a supernatural effect on you and you carry that sin, no. In fact, we just kind of talked about that in the question. Exactly. So, yeah. No. Good question though. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I definitely 100% agree with that. It's odd how people... Th- <coughs> Would you would you like would so you sorry, agree guys. that that is kind of people believing in what we'd call karma in the in the secular world? Yeah, I guess in a way, except it like would affect the next generation. But I suppose maybe they still think it does. I don't know. <laughs> next generational karma. Anyway, ready? Yes, sir. Right, ready? Do you think trust is earned or given? If so, how do you give someone your trust? I think trust is given, man. Um, I don't know. I know there's some so people sorry. in the world that would say, you know, oh, you know, I, you know, you got to earn my trust. But at the end of the day, you have to make a conscious decision to 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 give someone your trust. Like they can do as much as they want, but at the end of the day, like you have to make that choice at some point to gift them your trust. So yes, I think it is given. Um, so how do you give someone your trust? Um, well, here's the thing. I'm actually a pretty trusting person. <laughs> I just I don't know. I guess I naturally unless. Unless cool you give thing. me like a unless you give me like a blatant reason to not trust you, I'm gonna trust you, you know? So um when I'm actually living out of my my natural self, you know, where I'm actually just being AJ, you know, the one that God made, you know, I, I tend to really just gift my trust pretty easy. And some people would probably say, you know, I should be more on guard, but I don't know, man. Yeah, I just I naturally trust, so good. <laughs> um <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, you know, unfortunately, gifting someone your trust also means giving, you know, having to 
take the chance they could hurt you. But acting true. as though they're not going to. So they do, right? That's good, man. You're right. Anyway. Having to open that up to them. Yeah. Let's see. Next question. It says, in John 13, 8, Jesus told Peter that unless he watch, washes Peter's feet, he won't belong to him. I Googled what that meant. It talked about uh, how their feet would have been so filthy. So this was an analogy then, then to the feet being us and the filthiness being sin. You know, yes. Um, that's a very... Overall, you know, he was saying... Um, unless I wash you, unless you're relying on me serving you, because remember, you'll never serve me, unless I go to this gross place for you, right? There was a, yeah, it was an analogy, mm. letting him know, like, a parallel. You have to let me serve you. So good. <clears throat> and this, I love that. <clears throat> nice. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. AJ, question is, how do I get the image of God as imposing and angry out of my mind? Mm. I think that... I guess you need to ask yourself why. Why do you think God is angry? Um, why is he imposing? You know, I definitely would say that God definitely enters into your life and he's working. Um, so, I mean, imposing is more of a negative connotation. Though. I mean, like, mm -hmm. he's like, you know, he's like invading me and I don't want it. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, whether you're a believer or not, because I, I could see this question going either way. Um, you know, if you're not a believer, you know, God's constantly trying to get your attention because he just wants you to come to him. Um, if you are a believer and you feel like he's imposing and he's angry, you know, I think you got to deal with the fact that, you know, God never changes. You do. And, um, you know, you got to see where you're at because God stays the same. So, you know, if, if you think he's angry, he's not. You're just putting that on yourself. Yeah, a lot of times that comes from maybe um, either our own father wounds. You know, yeah. if we had a father that was naturally angry, imposing, intimidating, that you might put that on God. That's good. It happens yeah. a lot. And also just, you know, sometimes our religion, um, in our attempt to talk about, you know, sin is serious, but and it is, but in our attempts to do that, sometimes we can make it seem like that's the only thing he cares about is keeping us in line. And mm. the best way to <clears throat> keep that out of your mind is to read the Bible because the Bible describes Amen. God and he's able to describe himself. Um <sighs> You know, and he described himself as a loving father. Man, dude. So, good stuff. Good question. We're knocking them out here. We got a lot, so we're going to try to knock out as many as we can. Let's see. It says, when Jesus was being tempted in the wilderness in Luke 4, do you think the devil really thought he could get Jesus to worship him? I think so. I think he wouldn't have tried if he didn't. Hmm. He thought he was going to be able to appeal to the humanness that was in him, too. It's very interesting because, like, you know, he had to have known who Jesus was. He he had to have known he this is this is the the Son of God, right? So, like, the <clears throat> do you think that he is just so blind with arrogance? Well, let me ask you a question: How did he did he think he was going to overthrow God? Like, yeah, because he wouldn't have done it. <laughs> that's true, man. <clears throat> Pride's so, a dangerous thing, man. Man, dude, that's just crazy. Mm -hmm. But then I also think about my own life. And I go, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty rebellious too. Right? <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. Man, that's good. All right. Seven. Uh, how do you personally keep yourself from falling into just talking the Christian talk and actually living it out? So mm. how do you stop yourself from just falling into talking the Christian talk and, and not actually living it out? Like, you know what I mean? Mm. That's the question. Yeah. Um, man, that's good. You know, it's not just talking the talk, but walking the walk as exactly. well. Exactly. Um, I think that you have to be willing to understand the cost of it. Um, 
If you that's a good pop, bro. Yes, no, that's good. I, I, you know me. I love Nick Pops. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, you just you have to be willing to see um, the weight and and the cost of what it means to truly follow Jesus. Um, if because if you don't see that, man, you can do a lot of talking, but then when the time comes to walk, you don't. Um, and it's crazy because you know, and this is this is how it kind of blows my mind how God is with us because even if you do understand that and you are a follower of Christ, you still have those moments where you only talk the talk and you don't walk the walk. You know, I think about Peter, um, you know, when, when Paul has to come rebuke him, you know, and I'm like, dude, um, so what do you do? Uh, I think you have to be repentant. Like you have to truly want to change those, those areas that you, you are not walking it out, that you're not talking, not walking the walk in. So, yeah, I'm trying to think of how. It's gonna sound corny again, man. Do the stuff he says. Mm. Pray and read. You know. Do do what he says to do. That's right, man. It may it, that's what's funny, man. It may seem corny, but like you like you're saying, it's just truth. That's it's just only corny because everyone says it, but we don't actually do it. That's the problem. A lot of times, mm-hmm. and that's why it's quote corny. Yeah. Let's Which see. is really sad that that is, the truth has become anyway. What does it mean when someone says that Christ is the cornerstone? What does it mean to be a cornerstone? Cornerstone, especially back, I don't know if it's in modern day building, but back then it's where you start the entire building, right? So that's it. Hmm. He's the he's, he's the, the foundation. foundation. Yeah, he's the most important piece. He's the thing it's built on. That's freaking awesome. You know, I'm actually really glad someone asked this question because, like, <coughs> I've never really like like I kind of understood what cornerstone was, but I never. I never related it to, like, the foundation. That's really good. It makes so much sense now why they call him, like, he's the cornerstone. It makes a lot of sense yeah. now. Um, let's see. Oh, what number yeah. did I just do? And the cornerstone's also, I mean, if you think about it, not only do you build it, but it also helps you know where the rest of the place is going to be. Like, if you build it off the corner, right? Yeah. <coughs> anyway, sorry. He, like, yeah, it's really cool, actually. I just think. coughed, and I'm really sorry. That's all right. Is it my turn? Uh, I think it's, no, it's my turn. No, it, it is it your is, turn, yeah. isn't it? Uh, the Chosen, they're meaning the show, says Matthew's dad disowned him. Is there any truth to that? Dude, I don't I don't. No, there's no truth to say. No, doesn't talk about like what his so. family was like. They just make a good guess of what it could have been like because, remember, he was a tax collector, which we know the Jewish people viewed as a traitor. traitor. So mm. It's trying to get you to understand how Matthew would have really been viewed when he was called by Jesus. Right? That's like, good, man. So. Mm-hmm. What does Christ mean in Luke 19.40 when he says the rocks would cry out if the disciples were silent? And uh, they said, for direct reference, it's Luke 19.37-40. Yeah, I should have talked about this section. Um, <laughs> you did, it's crazy. When he's going in, and the Pharisees tell him to have the people stop celebrating him as Messiah. And he says, even if I stopped them, the rocks would cry out. It's that true. Mm. You know, I don't need them. The, my, the truth of it is in creation. Create it, you know what I mean? It was Dude, just more of an assertion of who he was. Yeah. Flex. <laughs> yeah. Fact. Good, great question. Absolutely. Do you think Jesus had to defend himself against wild animals as he was in the woods? It's <laughs> an interesting question. Honestly, I don't I, I don't know if he did or not. 
you know, I don't know if he ever came across, you know, like a like a dangerous animal that he had to end up like kill, you know, to kill or something. I have no idea. I know that he traveled a lot. You know, he was on foot all the time. You know, so it's possible. But and I, I, I was in the woods. A, he was probably in the desert. Yeah, yeah, and I don't I don't think there's any biblical reference to any time he was actually in a fight you with know, an animal. My guess is not. Plus, there were angels out there. You know, who knows? Mm. It's a good question. I like oh, yeah. when people are thinking of because it was real. Yeah, but exactly. if he did, it wouldn't have made it any less true. Mm-hmm. He's fully human, yeah. but I doubt it. The winds and the waves obeyed him. I would just imagine a, you know, raccoon would. <laughs> a raccoon. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Let's see, I'm gonna go to nine. Uh, do you mean to read that one? Uh, eight. You give your the censorship that goes on. Yeah, I remember this question. It's oh, you about, do? Yeah, it's about the government. Okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah, the only reason why I wanted to skip it is because I got cut off my notes from the first part of it. So I was, I was gonna try to like. It is. The only odd thing is, I think guys, it I'm should be. Sure. In blue. Oh, there it is. Yeah, it should be in blue, right here. I'll just read it. Okay. I don't know how to word this because the censorship censorship that goes on, but I'll try. Can you give your thoughts on a former president that's supposed to get arrested Tuesday, March twenty first? I heard about it, but don't really understand why he's getting arrested. Only other than things coming out, the current administration can't cover up anymore. I love hearing a church talk about the politics are going on. If you can't talk about it here, is there another place to go to hear you guys talk about this stuff? Mm. So ironic because it didn't actually happen on the twenty first, but it did happen. Yes, just recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. What was the question? Sorry, I was I was distracted a little bit. I love hearing Trish talk about politics that are going on. If you can't talk about it here, oh well. I mean, there's there's plenty of other sources to start off. Like you know, one thing that we talked about a lot that you know, if you've been a long time viewer, you know that it's it's affected the show. But you know. The, the mainstream, <coughs> you know, mainstream media, you know, they have an agenda, you know, and they, they you know, they don't want to cover th- things, you know, and they, they are biased in ways. And like, you know, so, yeah, there's other sources out there that, you know, we, we can go to to find, you know, that less biased, you know, standpoint and actually get some truth, um, you know. So, yeah, there's, there's plenty of sources out there. You know, I, I know, like, for me personally, like, you know, I like Telegram. Telegram's really cool. Um, they got a lot of good uh, pages on there. Disclosed TV. Yeah, that's Shout a good out. one. Yeah, I love Disclosed TV. The fact so. is, it's not, <laughs> other than things the current administration can't cover anymore, they aren't covering up for him. None of that's true. Um, it's complete opposite of that. So, you know, um, it doesn't matter what, I would think this if it were the other way around too. It's politically charged. They're trying to prevent him from running for president. Yep. And so even his enemies are saying this is going to get dismissed. This is a publicity stunt so that the common person, no offense, a uh, person who doesn't get to hear the real news, and by that yeah. I mean it sounds like you because you said other than things coming out the current mission you can't cover up anymore, you've already been told that they were covering up for him and how it's come out. That is not what happened. No. That's not what happened. No. It's made up stuff. It's been proven, and it's going to come out, and um, it is politically motivated to stop him from running for president. 100%, dude. <clears throat> from, from not just... Um, Democrats. There's there's some long term Republicans that don't like him as a candidate. It's true. Thanks for reading that, by the way. Yeah. <coughs> um, I'm so sorry, guys. I really truly am. Sorry. What man. are your thoughts on this video? You know what video that is. AI claims to be a fallen oh, yeah. angel. Yeah, dude, that was. A, thank you for sending it in because it was it was insane. Um, you know. Do I do I see any truth in that being possible? Well, first off. You know, I'm not going to sit here and, and be closed-minded to think that, you know, some sort of, 
entity could exist within an AI. I think it's possible. Sure. Um, you know, do I think that it lined up pretty creepily? Yes. Um, do I think that it is? I don't know, man. It's hard to tell. You know, here's the thing with AI. You can, AI is so smart that you could tell it to play a character and it probably would. You know, and I'm not saying that's the case in this, but, you know, if I'm going to try to look at it from both sides, you know, I could see it just as easily being debunked as somebody who, you know, was able to, you know, make this AI play a character or, you know, or they just uh, manipulated it, you know. But I can also see just as much that, you know, again, I, I mentioned this earlier in the episode, but like we're at it, we're, we're at a war with things that we cannot see. Mm. And those things can manipulate the elements just as much as we humans can. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's hard to know what to believe, man. If exactly. you don't know what it is, essentially, this kid was asking an AI if it was a spirit, and it said yes. Um, and then it began to dis- answer questions as though it were about, you know, Satan and God, and yeah. you know that you can trust it. It was it was a creepy conversation, but again, yeah, we weren't there. I don't know exactly. And like he said, is it possible? Sure, yeah, absolutely uh, possible. definitely possible. Um, who knows? Hmm. You're up. Why was God so evident in the Bible and seems so hidden today? I guess I would argue or ask what what makes you think he's hidden. Mm-hmm. Um, I often wonder, you know, what 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 would make him not hidden? People might say a burning bush. I think if we saw a burning bush, we'd be like, oh, it's a spontaneous combustion. You know. Yep. If, so I don't think he was more hidden in some ways. Or he's more. I think he's more revealed today because we have the the entirety of Scripture now. <sighs> That's the good, New Testament. Man. So, but Makes I, sense. I, you know, I don't know. I think a lot of it. If you mean seeing certain miraculous things, sometimes I do think we see them all the time. But sometimes it's faith, man, and the and the nature of faith. Mm. There's a lot. They say a lot of stuff happens in some of these other countries. Mm. It makes me think about um, like Moses talking about like how like he would long to be one of us, you know, because because of like what we've what we get to mm-hmm. have, um, and like. Also made me think of, uh, oh, what was it? Dang it, AJ. I think it was part of Scripture. Um, and it, it was talking about, oh, I got to read, reread. Sorry, y'all. Um, why was God's living Bible and seems so hidden today? You said something that sparked a, a, a story in the Bible. Oh, yes. it's it, I believe it's the rich man when he's in Sheol, correct? Mm. And and uh, he says, you know, he pleads to go back and warn his family, and the guy says it doesn't matter. You know, they wouldn't believe they wouldn't believe if a man rose from the dead. You know, exactly. so, so it's like, man, dude, like that is just, whew. I don't know, man. I, you 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 answered that very well. I love that. Good stuff. Good questions. Absolutely. Um, good, good, good. And you're, hey, man, that was a good connection too. Honestly, genuinely. Yeah. Um. Have you been doing since episode one ninety nine when you had your emotional realization? Have you uh, come to any realizations? I think, and then it said I was right there with you in those feelings. Mm-hmm. And though I know it was hard for you to share that, it helped me to realize I'm not alone in those things. So I thank you for being real and transparent with it. Mm. Um, I would say that that was a hard episode. Um, you know, I think that I would definitely say that you know I've I developed a a realization I've had is that I developed like a reliance on people a lot. And like, I, de- and I, I kind of arrogantly relied on, on protection from, from people. Um, so 
I think that <clears throat> what I've learned is that, you know, <laughs> that can only take you so far. Like you can't, you know, like one thing that I'm learning is like you have to keep growing. You know, you said something to me. I can't remember if it was either earlier today or yesterday, but you said something that, that really spoke to me, man. You said, uh, you know, you can level up. You know, you, you might have leveled up, but then you didn't really, you know, you kind of stayed there. You kind of stayed in that spot um, when there was so much more room to grow. Mm-hmm. You know, and so for me, we all can do that. Yeah. So, so I guess for me, one thing that I've realized since that episode is like, I have a lot of room to grow and it's not necessarily bad that I have that room to grow. It's just, I have to step into it and go, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think that's what I've realized. Um, I think that at the end of the day, like, you know, I stopped counting the cost too. Um, that's that's another thing I, I realized. I stopped counting the cost and, and understanding who I was in Christ. You know, I started uh, just uh, relying on who I used to be and like how I thought of myself and not how God thought of me. And I was just you know an emotional wreck. Still am, <laughs> but no <laughs> man, on a journey we all are. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think we've answered a ton today. Oh, man. we yeah, we we, so, we knocked a bunch out. I think it was good stuff. Yeah, I, dude. I hope you guys, um, you know, sorry again if I seem a little weird out of it. Like I said, I'm still a little sick. Yeah, man, it's um, yeah, but it's, it's good around. to get back on the back on the horse here. Oh yeah, dude. horse yeehaw yeehaw. Yeah, man, a lot of questions. You guys are, you know, and that's one thing I am encouraged by the questions that you guys are asking. Absolutely, because you know these are really good questions. You know, I know we we kind of asked you guys probably a month or two ago, like, hey you know, ask us some good stuff. And, like, you guys definitely stepped up to the plate. You're swinging. So. Yeah, and keep them coming, guys. Keep them coming. You're not, I mean, it's not about, like, oh, catch up, you know, that kind of thing. We, we want to answer these That's as right. they come in, and we will. Um, in fact, I didn't check. I think a few come in, came in today. Oh, did they really? That's awesome. Appreciate y'all, like, you know, I don't know. And that's one thing I will, while he's looking, you know, I'll encourage you guys, like, you know, we do answer every question. We do. So, you know, if, mm-hmm. like, you know, we, we're a little behind, but we, we take every question seriously. Yep. And we, and, you know, we're going to give you a true answer, you know, and if we don't know something, we're not going to say we do. And, you know, and again, we're not going to, we're not going to ignore your question. You know, it's, it's going to get answered. So, you know, stay patient if you've been listening for a couple of weeks now and you haven't heard your, you know, the question answered yet, but it's coming. So, absolutely. Yep, I think that's about it. We love you guys so much. We really appreciate everything that you do to support the show. Keep coming, keep asking. Bear with us. We're bearing with you. Um, you know, keep praying for us. We do pray for you guys uh, as a group. We really do. Yes. Usually right before the show. That's right. Um, we're so, so thankful to be able to do this. And it helps us too to have this platform to to discuss life. And hopefully it yes. benefits you and blesses you. Guys, you know, you're very much loved by God. We love you. Not alone. Um and the answers are there. We just got to keep asking. You got anything you want to say other than that? Uh, other than that, man, just love you guys. Just echo what Todd said. You know, you guys are you guys are so awesome. What a cool crowd we have, a good audience. You know, you guys have just been so faithful to us for the past four years of just asking questions so consistently and just being willing to dive into the show and invest. And, like, I don't know, man, it's surreal. I don't, I don't see it enough, but you guys are awesome and you mean the world to me. So thank you so much for just being willing to uh, listen and watch and or watch, and I love you. Hey, share, like, comment, invite friends, individual friends even, who you think might be interested. Sometimes we yes. want to, it's good to publicly share, but also send it to individual friends that you think might give it a listen. And uh, maybe you guys can discuss some of those questions together. Other than that, we love you so much. Have a great day, and God bless you.